0: Normally on Fridays, I write everything I know about a certain topic, but today, in honor of the long weekend, I wanted to do something a little different. I'm regularly asked about what cookbooks I use and which ones are my favorite. So today, I thought I would put together a short list of the cookbooks that I use most often. Now, these aren't necessarily my all-time favorite books, but they are the ones that I return to most. I should also say that I use cookbooks a little differently than most people. I mostly rely on them as a reference rather than actual recipe guides. Flipping through them helps me to spawn new ideas and solve creative issues. Alright, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this is my top 5 list of most used cookbooks. Number 5. Garmanger by the Culinary Institute of America. In professional kitchens, the section that mostly serves cold food like salads and charcuterie is called Garmanger. This means the keeper of the food or the keeper of the pantry. Traditionally, the duty of using leftovers and mitigating waste would largely fall to this section of the kitchen. Today, this is generally considered an entry-level position, serving salads and desserts. However, in more traditional and high-end restaurants, this position is still considered a highly skilled one and very important. This book, Garmanger, celebrates both the highly skilled and entry-level aspects of this position. It includes recipes and instructions for everything from intricate pâtés and terrines to the not-so-intricate club sandwich. It talks in depth about salad theory and composition, as well as numerous other topics all relating to cold food preparation. The Culinary Institute of America, or the CIA for short, is one of the preeminent culinary schools in the U.S., and their textbooks, which this is one, are often considered some of the best culinary textbooks in the world. Some notable chefs that attended the CIA include Roy Choi, Richard Blaze, Michael Smith, Kat Cora, and Anthony Bourdain. Now, for everyday home cooks, this book isn't uh, probably one that you want to rush out and buy, especially considering the $70 price tag. But for anyone with a deep interest in food, this is a great reference and instruction book. Coming in at number four, Heritage by Sean Brock. Sean Brock is the executive chef at Husk in Charleston, South Carolina. He specializes in using heritage breed and heirloom plants and animals to celebrate the culinary traditions of the South. He is a James Beard award-winning chef, and in 2011 Bon Appetit magazine named his restaurant the best new restaurant in America, so he knows what he's doing. This book not only has lots of amazing recipes, but is one of the most beautiful cookbooks I own and have ever seen. Its value translates both to professional chefs and home cooks alike, and if you love to cook, Love cookbooks or know someone who does, this book should be on your shopping list. Coming in at number three, The Silver Spoon by Clelia D'Onofrio. The Silver Spoon is an Italian cookbook that has gone through eight editions since its first printing in the 1950s. It contains over 2,000 recipes collected from all over Italy and is organized into one comprehensive cookbook by Italian design and architecture magazine, Domus. This is generally regarded as the most popular cookbook in Italy. Now, if you love Italian food, like real Italian food, then this book is a must-have for your collection. I find myself turning to it again and again for inspiration and find something new every time I open it. A definite must-have. Coming in at number two, Mastering the Art of French Cooking by Julia Child, Simone Beck, and Louisette Bertholdt. You are probably already familiar with this book. If you don't have a copy, your mother probably does. This is the first of two volumes, though having said that, I don't own the second volume. I should, but you don't really need it. This book stands tall on its own. You likely already know Julia Child. If you don't and you're listening to this, you have definitely missed a few steps. So stop listening. Seriously, stop listening right now. Go to YouTube, type her name in, and watch some of her videos. To this day, this book, along with her cooking shows, are some of the most important culinary works of the 20th century. They helped to introduce a whole continent to culinary concepts and traditions that went on to help shape their cultural and culinary identities. This is one of the few cookbooks I own which I actually use for recipes. I follow them to the letter and they work out perfectly every single time. To the book's credit, it is laid out in a way that a complete beginner could pick it up and cook something amazing. This is one of my most prized possessions, not just cookbooks, but possessions. And I highly recommend that you check it out and check out the recipe for chocolate mousse. It's so good. And finally, coming in at number one, The Professional Chef by the Culinary Institute of America. So this is another CIA textbook, though unlike Garmanger, this book covers cooking in a much broader sense. As the main textbook slash cookbook for students attending the CIA, you can bet that it is chock-full of incredibly valuable information. Where I don't really recommend garmoje for home cooks, this one I do. It is designed to take beginner culinary students and teach them the absolute fundamentals of cooking. It covers wide-ranging topics like knife skills to soup and sauce preparation, meat fabrication, baking and pastry, and so much more. Now, just to be honest, it isn't a cheap book coming in around $80. But having said that, if I had to get rid of all of my cookbooks but one, this is the book I would keep. I mean, Paul Bocuse called this the Bible for all chefs. And I understand that if you're not a chef, you may not know who Paul Bocuse is. But just to put this into perspective, the most prestigious culinary competition in the world is named after him. The book Who's door. So if you love cooking and want one definitive cookbook, The professional chef by the CIA is the one. Conclusion I know that in the digital age that we live in, cookbooks are not used as much. I mean, you can ask Google for a recipe and you have it in under a second. But the problem with Google is that you need to know what you're looking for. With cookbooks, flipping through the pages reveals something new with every turn. You find things you didn't even know you were looking for. Answers to questions you didn't know you were asking. The value of a real honest-to-God cookbook should not be understated. Having a volume of collected human culinary knowledge accessible with the turn of a page is a profound thing. Also, with a cookbook, you largely know what you're getting. You probably trust the author. You trust the recipes. Where pulling a recipe off the internet is often a gamble. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Anyway, that does it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you, if you're in Canada, you enjoy your long weekend. I don't know if those of you listening in the U.S. have a long weekend or not. Uh, Thank you, as always, for listening. I am Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by HaveNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ChefBenKelly and on Facebook at BenKellyCooks. Have a great Friday, everybody, and a great weekend. I will see you on Tuesday I'm not going to do a food history or I'm not going to do 30 minutes for less on Monday because it is a holiday so I'll be back on Tuesday with a great episode of food history I'll see you then.